Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Mark Joseph Bennett, and I'm wearing my headphones. I'm going to wear them the whole podcast for two reasons. Number one, uh, I can maybe control my screaming so I don't scream as much. You know, when I have to hear what you guys have to hear, maybe I'll calm it down. Maybe I'll put a little bass in the voice. Speak from the diaphragm, as the drama teacher will tell you. Yeah, I'm probably not going to do that. But the number two reason is uh, I I dropped I didn't drop my cord. I just I had my cord out on the street for um, for the mic, and it got dipped in snow. So I don't know if it's going to hold up. I'll I'll talk about that in a minute. Why I was out in the snow with my cords. But first, I want to say that uh, I was telling people that I will give them the CD for free. My album dropped, in case you don't know. It drizzled. It drapizzled. It's out there. Mark Bennett, Bad Bones, is the album of uh, poo jokes that I have compiled. I don't know what it runs. 45 minutes, 6 hours? I don't know. Anyway, I was telling you guys, as podcast listeners, just, you know, if you want the album, I'll... I'll give it to you for free. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Money, money's nothing to me. Guys, you know what You know what kind of status I have in the comedy community? I don't even think about money. Money is, money's for chumps. I don't even, don't even, I don't even look at my bank account. I just assume it's, you know, amazing. But the thing is, you can all, you can all have the CD for free and not just because I will give it to you. It's out there for free. Now, it's on Spotify. And all of you listening are like, of course, we all know that, you fucking idiot. We knew that last week when you were telling us you were looking for a way to give us the CD and we just go to Spotify and listen. I didn't know that. I know. I'm an old fucking man. And I don't know shit about shit. Like, I had heard of Spotify, obviously. But I was just like, I don't, you know, I just assumed it was some kind of Google Play or, you know, like a, 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 what was the one that was before that, that Google Play bought? I forget their name. But, you know, like it, just some, or, or when Yahoo, Yahoo had a music service for a while. But then they just, like, they play songs and playlists and then they, they you know, you don't get to just randomly go to albums. Basically, in a nutshell, Spotify is Apple Music, but with just ads once every, like, 30 minutes. Like, well, what the fuck am I paying for Apple Music? I'll just get Spotify. See, what happened is I Googled my own name and I uh, came up, Mark Bennett, Bad Bones, the CD or the album or whatever the fuck you're going And um, I start listening and I could just hear all of my tracks. I'm like, oh, there's been a mistake. I got to contact the Spotify people and say, no, you, I, 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 my CD's not free. And But then I Google other guys. Other comedians, I'm listening to their CD, I'm listening to famous people's music, and I'm like, oh, it's, a, it's all just free, and I look it up, and that's how some, some guy on the internet described it to me. He said, uh, yeah, it's like Apple Music, uh, but it's free. You, have to, you can pay a premium subscription, so you don't have to hear any ads, but I don't know why you would do that. They, only, they play a commercial once in a while, who gives a shit? I'm like, what, so I can just listen to whoever I want? It's, it's all legal. I I don't I don't know. I assumed it was a LimeWire, you know, a Napster type of thing. Do you kids know what I'm even talking about out there? See? Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know about all the newfangled ways to do things. But I was around 
when this muse, the online file sharing started, and then Napster was being sued by Lars Ulrich, whatever the fuck his name is from Metallica. I was, I was around for all that shit. You guys are like, Napster? What's Napster? I just plug my phone into my asshole and everything works. That is, by the way, the best way to charge your phone. Straight from your asshole. It will be soon. I, I am loving technology. I'm loving the way it's all working. It's a little overwhelming. Sometimes I get caught up. I get caught up. Like I was just downloading a pile of apps. And um, apps for photography on your phone and on your iPad. And because I'm into that now. I've always been into photography. Well, not always. Like since for the last two years I've been into photography. And, uh, but I never really put the two together. The idea of, of you know, having a comedy career, which is complemented by my love of photography. My love of audio and video editing and all that stuff. That, no problem. You guys are listening to some of that. Love the idea of recording a podcast that sounds as good as this one does, even though the cord was dragged around in the snow. And I could just upload it and put that on the fucking podcasts. Oh, I love all that shit. But photos, you now that's part of the business. Here's the thing, guys. I hired a publicist. As longtime listeners of the podcast know, that, that's been coming. So I hired a publicist here in the T-Dot, the, the Toronto, and um, she's, she's helping me up the brand. That's what you say. you say. You say, I have a brand now. I'm not just Mark Bennett, comedian. I am a brand and so her big thing is fucking Instagram. Now I'm thinking, well, this is a waste of fucking money. So your thing is Instagram, but you know what? It might be the thing. I mean, sure, maybe tomorrow it's something else, but, you know, I was trying to do the Twitter and the Facebook, but it's all, nobody gives a shit about that anymore. Snapchat, for some reason, is a thing. Never really got into that. But the Instagram is just, like, you just, I like it. You post pictures. I'm about to explain Instagram to a bunch of people who know way more about it than me. You post pictures, but you know what's important, guys? Hashtags. The hashtags. Apparently, it just it, it, it plugs you into the pipeline of the social network of Instagram. So, yeah, I do a, a, a picture of me with the CN Tower in the background. Fabulous landmark we have here in Toronto. People come from all over to see this thing that looks like a, a needle... Or a skinny penis sticking up into the sky. And uh, so I'll just hashtag CN Tower. And all of a sudden, like, a pile of people start following me. I'm like, this is great. This is so fucking easy. I don't know. I'm kind of into it. It's just like with Twitter and Facebook. i tell you what the problem is with the Twitter and the Facebook and all these other things. Is uh, it's just I got to read about everybody else's shit. You know, and I just don't want to know what Trump is doing today. And I don't want to know how angry everyone is about everything and all the screaming matches. And like, you can't, you fucking can't get on Facebook or Twitter without getting ridiculously depressed. I don't know about you, but I can't. So I'm just, ugh. And so I never really got into them. But this Instagram thing, this is kind of fun. You know, like I'm at a show, take a little picture of me at the show. Put out a few hashtags, stand-up comedy, having a great time, standing ovation, hashtag obviously, right? And then people, they, they give me a little heart. They like it. 
They say, I like this. I like this, and that means I like you. And then people start following me, and then I, I like their stuff. It's fun. Anyway, go, uh, Mark, I should have written down my uh, username. No, it's Mark Bennett Comic. It's got to be. Mark Bennett Comic on uh, all one word on Instagram. Follow me there, guys. Guys, it's the future. And you're like, yeah, Mark's been the future for like six years. No, but I mean, it's, it is still, it's the thing that I'm going to do. Let's just say, until the next thing. And that's not to say, you know, uh, this is some kind of fad and who gives a shit and it will lead to nothing. No, I mean, it's just it's the thing that will work right now. And if something works better in the future, then, then we do that, right? At least I'll ask the publicist, depending on how long I have her as my publicist. Anyway, that's why the cord got dragged into the snow. Because what happened was she wanted to go out and take a pile of pictures. So, uh... She hooked me up with a photographer guy. And this guy is, uh, is going to be working with the Toronto Raptors in some way, shape, or form. I think he's shooting the D-League, and then he's going to go off to the Raptors and shoot. Anyway, I don't fucking know. Nice guy. Oh, I should have had his Twitter handle. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, I tell you what. No, that won't work. I was about to say, go to my... I, I call it a Twitter handle. I meant Instagram. You go to my Instagram, and then you'll get to his Instagram Ah, I know what'll happen. Uh, I'll start posting photos that he took of the photo shoot, and um, his name will be tagged in them. So then you can check him out. And if you are a male or, uh, you know what? Let's, Let's not say male. Guys, I don't know your preferences. I don't know your gender. I don't know how you identify. Let's just say if you like looking at attractive women... For whatever reason, your reasons are your own, and uh, you should not be judged in any way. If you like attractive ladies, he started his career basically a couple of years ago by shooting a modeling agency. And uh, I don't know what kind of models these are, but they seem to be the type of models who have breast implants and wear little black X's on their nipples. So... That's something you can look at if you want. Um, You will probably not want to go back to my Instagram page once you see his Instagram page. If you are someone who likes those types of things, and if you are, there's no judgment. Man, woman, or child, or genderless alien, whatever it is that you call yourself and think, if you want to see those pictures, that's what they are. But yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh, his name was Luigi, and um, not sure if I even know his last name. You know what? Hold on, I'm going to pause this. I'm going to look him up. That's not right to talk about someone and not, not give their Instagram handle. That is the 2017 version of being a rude son of a bitch. When you talk about someone but you don't link their Instagram page, uh, what kind of monster are you? Hold on. Okay, this hasn't worked out well at all because his username is not that easy. I'm going to have to spell it out. Oh, God. So it's at L-O-U-X-S-E-M-I-G-U-E-L. At Miguel. You know what? Look, you guys, I spelled it out. You can rewind it. And if you really want to see boobs, you just go right ahead. 
and you do that. But if you go to my Instagram page, oh, ah, oh, see, here I was promoting all these hot ladies, and I, I fucked it up. That was a way for me to ensure you go to my Instagram page to try to find out that guy's name. And now I've given you a direct line to him. You can, you can cut the middleman right out of here. Ah, God damn it. I don't know how to do anything. See, that's why I need a publicist who specializes in being a middleman or a middle lady in my case. Anyway, we were out in the snow, fucking minus seven degrees, snow everywhere. But you know what's kind of cool? It worked out, you know? Sure, I'm going to get pneumonia. We did that on, um, what, Tuesday? Yeah, it was Tuesday. And it's already Sunday right now, and I'm not sick. So my baby is sick. Oh, little Sammer. Christ Almighty, little fella's sick. He had a fever for three days, and now he's starting to get the snots. Oh, the snots. It's amazing the shit you do as a parent. You're, like, cleaning his nose, and you you don't even think twice. You know, you don't think, oh, it's kind of gross and whatever. Although, the shit, I mean, I'm not the same with the shit. Like, I I get, that knocks me out. Like, some of that, that can be pretty nasty. Because shit is, I mean, evolutionary, evolutionarily speaking, evolutionarily speaking. I haven't even had a beer yet, which I will. Oh man, I'm going to I'm going to have such a beer when I do this podcast. It's one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Going upstairs, loading it on the computer, just having a cold one, guys. With that sense of accomplishment. But um uh, you know, evolutionarily speaking, you, poo has to smell really bad so you don't eat it. You know? At least that's my theory. And so, let me tell you something. No one's going to eat this kid's poo because it is fucking rancid. Well, God damn it, guys. The cord is cutting out. Ah, you, you know what? You drag electronics through the snow and you think, you know, what's the worst that can happen? What's it going to break? Yes, obviously. So now I apologize if you're hearing any feedback any buzzing. I'm certainly not going to do this podcast again. Guys, it's free. Like my CD, apparently, which is on Spotify. I don't, I don't, I know, just, I'm trying to keep up. I, honest to Christ, I'm trying to keep up. But I just, this is why I'm liking the Instagram. I got to tell you. It's because it feels, there's something that feels natural to me. Taking a picture, putting up a caption. I got a little confused with the Instagram stories. Um, Then I did some YouTubing, and everyone was telling me on the YouTubes, they were like, hey, Mark, uh, Instagram stories is just Snapchat. Because what happened was uh, Facebook tried to buy Snapchat. They also bought Instagram, in case you don't know. I'm sure you do. But uh, they tried to buy Snapchat for like $3 billion, something like that. And Snapchat's like, nah, go fuck yourself. And uh, I think that's crazy because then what Facebook did, what they do, which is, oh, you're not going to buy us? Well, then we'll just put out your app, you know, in in one of our apps. And they did. So they just put uh, Instagram stories out, which is, as far as I can tell, a better version of Snapchat. I'm sorry if you're huge Snapchat fans. I uh, don't mean to offend you. But I do like the fact that, so I'm supposed to be doing the Snapchat, and the Instagram, but now I can just do the one app. Oh, I'm liking that shit. And if I want, I can link it to Facebook. Everything done at once. 
Now, I think I can link it to Twitter, too. But I'm not doing that, guys. I'm not doing that. The Instagram, it's its own thing. I was watching some other lady on YouTube trying to describe why you have the Instagram accounts. And she says you you got to be very specific. You know, don't don't post if you're posting, say, vegan recipes. I think she used no gluten free recipes. She used as an example. And I'm glad that I made that clarification. Like it makes any fucking difference. Anyway, she said, if you're trying to do gluten free recipes, I don't then randomly want to see a picture of your dog. I didn't come here to see pictures of your dog. I came here for gluten-free recipes. So that's why I want to come back tomorrow and the next day. And you know what? That spray tan blonde lady has a point. You just, you've got to specialize. You know, in the Instagram, it's so so nice for me because it's a fresh start. I had never used the app before. And so I just got to, I had a few pictures of my baby up. And my publicist like, you got to take that, that baby down. Because, hey, you know, do you need your baby, people seeing your baby, you know, in the public eye? Just maybe keep your baby out of the photos. Plus, we want to make this for business. And I'm like, yeah, business. Man, give me my suit. I'm going to fucking do some business. I tell you what, though, like you feel, I don't know. It's the new age of business. Everyone with their fucking iPhones in their hand, clicking away, clickety-click. Yeah, I'm taking over the world. I'm a business mogul. Look at me. I'm on the social media platforms. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm leveraging all of my social media to uh, create a brand and a presence. But that is what people are doing. It's kind of like business is being created out of nothing. You know, it used to be, at least as far as I could see, it used to be, hey, hey, we got ketchup in a bottle. And our company's name is Heinz. So let's, here's a commercial. Hey, guys, do you like having French fries taste better? Here's some fucking ketchup. Heinz. You know, and now, but now it's like, like sort of businesses seem to be, as far as I can tell, with social media. And maybe I'm wrong. And in fact, I'm sure I am. But it seems like, Almost every social media business is telling you about how to build your business. But maybe it's just because that's what I'm looking at, you know? Maybe if I were uh, selling cars, you know, like like the Prius, like the 2010 Prius, and I had like a boatload of those, I could, I'd be on social media using those tactics to sell the Prius, the Prius I, right? Yeah. So maybe it's just all the people I'm looking at, like the Gary Vaynerchuks and the, and the, I don't know who else, Casey Neistat's and the people, they're all just using social media. It's it almost, it almost seems like this incestuous, you know, people like me, they love cameras and gear and uh, lo- knowing how to do stuff. And so I'll be watching videos and going on people's Instagram accounts of people who also like to do those things, and we're all just doing this feedback loop, you know, for each other going, yeah, hey, you like making videos? Here's how I make videos. Um, really, here's how I make videos. And that's our business. But anyway, it's not my business. This is what I've, I've, I've come to realize, is that uh, stand-up comedy, I've got to just, i got to hammer forward with that. Sometimes I'm all over the map, much like this fucking podcast. I'm all over the map. But what you want to do is not be all over the map. You want to go straight forward. You just, you cut to the center. 
with diamond-like precision. And you go, so my Instagram will be about stand-up. There'll be funny jokes in there, I think. I'll find them funny. Perhaps you will. You know, maybe some maybe some of the Instagram stories. And then the Instagram stories is exciting because I get to do my uh, video editing a little bit. And, and they're like 20 seconds long. So I don't even have to work that hard. Oh, it's a dream come true. I get to be a multi-billionaire just in my spare time, picking up my phone out of my pocket, putting together a 20-second video, and the whole world's like, oh, we love him. Give him all of our money. At least that's that's how my publicist is telling me it's going to work. She seems like a nice lady. I mean, I know her from before. Um, I told you guys on the other podcast that it's a friend of my wife, and uh, she's doing me a favor. Normally, she deals with people who have way more money than me, and so she's basically doing it for cost. And uh, still, for me, it's a lot of money because I don't have the Instagram fame yet. I told her, I said, listen up, lady. Um, if this does start to work, of course I will pay you more. I don't give a shit. I'll give you I'll give you the, what you appropriately are owed. That's the thing. People, like my wife said, you got to spend money to make money. I love that phrase because that gives me a huge excuse to spend a lot of money. I've always, my whole life, I've used it. Oh, that computer's really nice. Well, you got to spend money to make money. Man, oh man, I really want to go in to that strip club. Well, buddy, you got to spend money to make money. I tell you what, I'm in my parking lot, and uh, I was I was sure I wasn't going to talk about this because I thought it's going to be boring, and I don't want to bore you guys, but I can't stop thinking about it. It's distracting me, and it's hurting the podcast. So I'm going to talk about it. Is the guy who has a parking spot next to me, he just comes over into my fucking spot all the time. Like, he puts his tires across the yellow line. And it's... I have the worst parking spot in, in the parking garage. Long-time listeners to the podcast, you know the trouble I've had trying to get a parking spot with all the fucking renovations they're doing. They've moved us around like, like a magician doing that ball trick under the fucking cups. So, right now, I literally have the worst spot in the parking lot. No exaggeration. I should take a picture and put it on Instagram. And uh, I'm not even like the ass of my car is out into the the main drive area because there's a wall jutting out halfway through my spot. And uh, so I like I honestly don't have a fucking inch of room. I basically if I had a sunroof, I would climb through that to get out of my car. I swear to Christ, I would. And this fucking guy. Any time. I come down, I look in the spot, and it's a 50-50 shot. He's over the line, over into my fucking thing. And I tell you what, I opened my door the other day, just opened it. And, of course, it banged into his car. And I'm like, good, I hope I dented it. And I get out, and I look at his car, and his car's a piece of shit. It's got rust all over it. I never really examined his car very much. So, really, my car, while not a fucking uh, Tesla, you know, it's... Way better than his car. So if I'm smashing my door against his door, I'm losing in this situation. I just, I fucking, oh. It's just that, what? I don't know if you guys are like me, but that is the type of thing that enrages me more than almost anything. Just that little fucking, that, how can you be such 
an inconsiderate cunt to just fucking, you see, I don't have, I, I am, you talk about courtesy, all right? I am over against a giant pole. You cannot open the doors on the passenger side. To let my wife into the car, I have to back up and get out of the parking spot. Then she gets in the car. You simply can't get in on the passenger side. And uh, so I'm like an inch away from the wall on that side. And then he fucking moves over on the driver's side to the point where I have to basically slide out of my own car. And it's the winter here. So there's salt and mud and every fucking thing all over my car. And it gets on my clothes. I almost spit on his car yesterday. I had a I had a loogie. I had it ready to go. And I was going to spit right down his windshield. You know? And uh, then I noticed the cameras in the parking lot. And uh, I thought twice about it. Pretty sure I would have done it if there were no cameras down here. I'm pretty sure. But then, like I said, you know, do you want to open up that can of worms? He's got a shitty car. If he starts beating on your car, now I'm, uh, you know, who cares if his car gets spit on and dented? Already, it looks like a bear took a shit on it and a moose ran into the side of it. So, you know, he won't give a fuck. I tell you, and then I got the bad bones, you know, so if it comes to blows, you know, I'll probably break my arm trying to hit the guy or lady. Let's let's be gender neutral here. Sex neutral. The human Who's doing this shitty parking? Could be a lady. Uh, you can't hit a lady. That's one of the things that no one's neutral about. You know, you can hit a man. As long as the two of you have agreed, hey, let's hit each other. But you can't hit a lady. And uh, you know what? That's right. Let's not, let's not have that go away with all the equality that's happening. Some things shouldn't be equal. Speaking of all this equality, the uh, I was one of those people who was saying that if, because there was a lot of comedians up in arms about the political correctness of the way everybody is right now, and um, you can't make jokes. Jokes are just jokes, and uh, where's the humor gone? And I was one of those people saying, you know what, if you're saying things, though, that are offending people, and uh, you shouldn't be saying them, like rape jokes and all this shit, then yeah, maybe you're just not good enough. Get those out of your fucking routine. Nothing funny about that shit, you know? And and I still stand by that. However, I will say that I think I was wrong about uh, the sitch, the old situation, is that it's not just jokes that are offensive. People are being offended by everything. It doesn't matter what you say. And uh, the comedy clubs, the, the theaters, the, it's just, it's a rough time. We are a humorless society right now. And, um, yeah, I even did, like, I did an interview with some show, and they were asking about the over-political correctness. And I'm like, no, if you're a dick, you shouldn't be saying dick things. You know, you should uh, just deal with it. I'm sorry that it's not 1916. You can't say whatever you want to say. But here's the thing I was wrong. I'll admit it. I'll admit it now on my own podcast, not to anyone else. 
Tell you that. Because it's just, it's the pendulum has swung too far. People don't even know how to react anymore to anything. I think I talked about this on the podcast. Well, I mean, chances are, if it's something to complain about, I've already complained about it. I like to complain. But yet, no matter what you say, my if I talk about my own father who had cancer, it's like, hey, oh, hey. If you say, like last night, I was watching a show uh, down at the comedy bar. Mark Ford is uh, one of one of Canada's finest comedians, and uh, everybody knows that around here. I'll tell you what. It's uh, if yeah, you, you know, go check out Mark Ford if you want. I don't really know him that well. He's a generation ahead of me, so he's not a good buddy of mine. We've only said hello once or twice, but uh, this guy is a juggernaut on stage. He's, I don't know a ton about his personal life. I think he's married and has a kid. I know some of his friends who I like very much, so I imagine I would like him if we talked, but uh, so funny on stage. And uh, last night, he said something about a black lady in the front row, and not something offensive in any way. He just said... Something about, you know, like, and this guy's not laughing, and this black lady's doing great over here. And some, like, it was something absolutely innocuous. And people kind of got quiet, and he just screamed at the audience. And he's a, he's a lunatic on stage anyway, so this is very much in his character. But he said, you know, even though I'm white, I'm allowed to say she's a black woman. You know that that's not offensive, right? That there's a black woman in the front row and I've said she's a black woman like there's there's nothing offensive about that and then he said turn up the house lights and he started running around the the aisles yelling at everybody which was very funny and the audience laughed very much but it's just his point is well taken it's everyone is so fucking worried that we as comedians are not being given the benefit of the doubt in any way anymore like just they don't trust you. They think you're going to say something. No matter, you could, for 45 minutes, you could be telling smart, funny, poignant, uh, you know, politically correct material where everything is uh, above board and everyone's having a great time. And then you say, so uh, my friend is Jewish and boom, they're totally, what's he about to say about the Jews? Nothing offensive. Why would I do that? That doesn't make any sense. For 45 minutes, we, we've done nothing. I'll tell you what. Here's... Oh, I actually... No, I was about to tell you uh, something that I already told you. Oh, my God. What are we in episode, like, 61? 51? I don't even fucking know, but I'm clearly repeating myself. Guys, I've had a long weekend. I forgot to tell you about the long weekend, uh, except that I was out till 2 a.m. last night at the comedy bar. And, um... Yeah, so anyway, quickly, to reiterate... I was talking about um, that priest touch kids. I mentioned it in a joke. It's on my album, Bad Bones. Please, check it out. Uh, buy it if you want from iTunes or wherever you buy your, your albums. Or you can just stream it on Spotify. And I get .0002 cents a play. You fucking believe that. You just, you don't make a goddamn cent. Anyway... They'll, in, in January, XM are putting it on in their rotation. So that's how I'll make most of my money. In case you don't know, that's what comedians do in Canada. We make our money because XM radio, XM satellite radio plays it. And um, 
when they start putting it in rotation, I will let you guys know. So, you know, you can plug it into your old XM player or I don't I don't actually know how that works. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know a fucking thing. So maybe you do, do you call them like a radio station and request Mark Bennett? I don't know. I'll find out. Then I'll let you know in January what you can do to get me played on XM, which will really help me. It'll give me some exposure and it will give me some money. And I like both those things. I love being exposed to money. Standing naked in front of piles of cash is my dream. I'm going to Instagram that later. It's going to be great. What's I talking about? Right. I was saying that priests touch kids sometimes, and uh, people got super quiet on me. And I fucking, I didn't yell at them, and I should have. Should have, like, marked forward. I should have screamed at them, but I just, I let it go. That was a few shows ago. I haven't let it go since. You know, now I've done the joke with gusto several times since. And luckily it's gone well uh, in all of those situations. But if it doesn't, boy, am I fucking ready. I am going to scream at these millennials. Be like, let me tell you something. You don't get to judge. You don't get to awe about priests being pedophiles. No. This is shit that we should be talking about. You fucking oversensitive pieces of shit. That's the thing, guys. If you're oversensitive, what you're doing is shutting down conversations that need to be had. You know, like right now, like the Louis C.K. thing. Like if you, like you, a lot of us are being instructed by, you know, shows and club owners and whatever. Don't talk about that stuff. People are really squeamish. They're really offensive. Like how are we supposed to get the fucking conversation moving forward if we're just going to pretend it didn't happen. Like, that's the problem with a lot of this stuff with Louie, apparently, and, and these guys who are uh, fucking being all rapey with girls is that people aren't women. Sorry. Don't mean to belittle anyone. They're women. They're mature. They're wonderful. Um, but guys who are doing this underhanded shit, everybody turns a blind eye. They stay quiet. They sweep it under the rug. So now when shit, it gets revealed... Once again, we're like, at least from comedian standpoint, we're either told to shy away from it or we're shying away from it because the audiences are reacting so poorly to you bringing up the topic that you can't go forward with it. Guys, oh my God, what's wrong with everybody? You know, this is, someone should take this clip that I just did and put it on the internet and let everyone hear it. You techies out there, you just, I fucking nailed it that time. All right. That is what's wrong when you clam up and you don't give the comedian a bit of freedom to talk about something. Oh, no, we're not going to tolerate you talking about, you know, pedophilia in the Catholic Church. Mm, Yeah, of course you're not. And now and what's that going to do? It's going to it's going to make it easier for this type of behavior to continue. It's going to be held. People are going to not be held accountable. So what I'm saying is if you are not laughing uproariously at everything I say on stage, you're part of the problem. Okay? I actually like this. I'm going to write this down and see if I can do it on stage. Got a show on, uh, on Friday. And um, my good buddy, Deborah, who is a famous comedian, uh, Deborah Giovanni, and uh, she's coming in from L.A. She's doing very well. And she just wants to hang out with me, so... I have a show to do, and she says, like, can I do the middle spot? So um, we're going to find out about that. I think she might do it. 
So she'll have to do 20 minutes, and then I have to go up after her. So everybody in the audience will have seen the famous person, and then it's like, hi, I'm the guy after the famous person. Please stay. Stay in your seats, please. I want to yell about the fact that you're the problem. Guys, come back. Where are you going? I'll say this at the comedy bar when I was there. I was loving what Mark Ford was doing. Uh, fascinated. Like these guys, they just, they take such risks, you know? And uh, I've been noticing this at, at places like the comedy bar, the more, the more hip places. Besides the fact that everyone has got their asshole in a knot, is uh, people take a lot of risks. And most of the time, it doesn't work out. Like Mark Ford is a fucking... Just a, a, I hate to say genius, because that people throw that word around. But man, he might be. He's really good. He's really fucking good. And uh, so he can do, he can experiment however he wants. He's all, he's going to come out on top. But a lot of guys and girls, they don't come out on top. So I've been watching train wreck after train wreck uh, at these different shows in downtown Toronto. And, um, and I get it. Like, I know that they're, when, when these people, when these, like, weirdos, because they're, you know, doing offbeat stuff, when it hits, I'm sure they're fucking blowing the roof off the place. And that's what they're living for. But it seems like, because it's so risky and experimental, that a lot of the times it goes very poorly. Maybe like a, like a, like a, it's, it's kind of like a softer version of Andy Kaufman, you know, where... Like Andy Kaufman was so odd that when you when when people got him, they thought he was a hero. But a lot of the times people didn't get him. And instinctively, we all think we're this fucking avant-garde artist, you know. But I gotta say I'm not one of those guys. I am not an Andy Kaufman. I'm not somebody who wants to get up and completely reinvent the wheel and blow people's minds. And 99% of the time suffer a horrific death on stage waiting for that 1% of the time where everybody goes, I get it. I fucking get it. But the thing is, you get a lot of respect when you do these types of things. And, but I tell you, I'm 40, almost 40. I'll be 40 in April. And plus, you know what? It's not even about that. It's not even being 40. It's just being somebody who is always liked to be good at something. I want to do well all of the time. And that does make me a bit of a safer comedian. And that that hurts me in my soul to say. But why not? You know, there's some great comedians out there who are like Brian Regan, fucking genius. Bill Burr, genius. You know? Guys like Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. Fucking uh, Phyllis Diller. You know, Joan Rivers. Deborah, you know, let's get the ladies involved. People who get up there and get it done every night. Doing great comedy. That's what I always aspired to. But, like, you go to these rooms and you just feel like the odd man out. You know, I, I was watching this show last night and I thought, because he was bringing up act after act who were doing, like, their weird shit. And um, some of it was great. And I just, I just said to my buddy when I was there, I said, I, I can't, I wouldn't be able to get up, I don't think. Because I would just be trying to do my act, and everybody would be like, what the fuck is this? You're just going to tell jokes? It's not going to be insanity? 
You're not going to rip your shirt off and run around the audience and start yelling at people for ABC? Like, no, I'm, not, I'm just going to be like, hey, guys, did you notice this thing? And here's something else I noticed. By the way, priests are pedophiles. And you're part of the problem. You know? I don't know. Let's change gears, guys. Before I go, I'll tell you why the weekend was so fucking long. What happened was I had to do family things, you know? So I had to wake up early on Saturday. Normally I sleep in a little bit because my wife is home to take care of the baby. And she never gets to sleep in. Because fuck her, right? No, I mean, she seems to, I mean, it'd be nice if I could let her sleep in once in a while. But she still breastfeeds him in the morning. You know, she, you know, it's our routine. And I got to say, I can't do it. You know, she's got to make the sacrifice. I, that's the way it goes. Sometimes you just, I just say to her, I, I'm not 630 in the morning guy. You are 630 in the morning guy. I am get up later guy. And then I make my own sacrifices. Spend all day with this little rug rat, right? And she's off at work being productive. And then when she comes home, I have about an hour to cram shit in my face before I have to run out to a fucking comedy show. So I'm making sacrifices. So what if she doesn't sleep in on Saturday? Why don't you let me be? Stop your judgment and your criticisms. Anyway, we got up early because we had to take the little bastard to uh, get some photos. Because even though I tell you guys, I love the cameras, I love the gadgets. And I, I bought a nice one, taking pictures of the kid ever since he was zero. But you also want some pictures with you in them. Since my wife doesn't take a lot of pictures, like, well, basically all three of us. It's How are you going to take a picture with all three of us? Sure, you can set it up on a timer. Good luck getting a baby to fucking stand still while you're all sitting in front of the camera waiting for the timer to go off. Doesn't work that way. So we, uh, one of Sarah's friends, she's a photographer in her spare time. So she did us a solid and just for free, she gave us a few photos, which was nice. We went to her condo. She took some photos. The kid, he was great. I don't think he smiled once, but still, there he is. And then we immediately went over to a Santa Claus pancake breakfast. And it is exactly what it sounds like. It's in a church because that's where they hold all these things. That's what they want to do. They want to get you in the church. But this church, as longtime listeners of the podcast know, this church has uh, a lady minister. So, huh? Probably not touching kids. So, I mean, I'd be much more apt to go to that church. I'm still, I don't believe in anything. So I'm probably not going to go to whatever. I don't even know what the church is. Pentecostal? Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. Lutheran? I don't know what the fuck they are. Who, who has women ministers? They're one of those. Presbyterian? I don't know. Any hoozles. The um, minister was there. Santa was there looking shabby. Not a good looking Santa. But hey, what are you going to do? You know, somebody was willing to put on a smelly old outfit and kids are just bawling. They're fucking screeching their heads off. And of course they are. I don't understand how parents don't get that. What? So there's a stranger dressed in a ludicrous outfit and you're handing a child to them. And they're like, what are you doing? This is insane. That's a stranger wearing a fake beard. He's in disguise. He stinks. And he's not one of my caregivers. Like the children are absolutely right to be terrified. This is a horrible situation. They don't speak English. They're babies. You can't explain it to them. So they're just like, you're handing me to it. No, don't you get this? 
it's always boggled my mind. And then the parents are laughing. They're laughing like, oh, he's so scared of Santa. I see him laughing. I'm like, you're laughing. This is the worst nightmare of the child. She's like, oh, you're handing me to this crazy man. And he's going to take me away forever in this big bag. And you're just laughing. What's wrong? And they screech. So we were ready for it. My wife, she thinks ahead. That's why she's a fucking lawyer. She thinks ahead. So she bought him a book about Santa Claus. He loves books. He's a little nerd. Totally obsessed with books. And I say that with love because nerds are in right now. He's going to be the, you know, being a nerd these days is the fucking tops, man. The ladies love nerds. Or fellas. Whatever he wants to be. Whatever gender and sex and whatever. No judgment. So she bought him this Santa Claus book and uh, explained to him, guy in a red suit with a white beard, Santa Claus. So when Sam shows up, he just points over at Santa. Santa points back at him. Cute moment. I got it. Got a picture of it. I'd Instagram it, but guys, it's not on topic. It's uh, not part of my brand to put up a picture of a baby pointing at Santa Claus. Uh, You may have to go to Facebook to see that one. And um, then he moseyed his way over to Santa. My wife went over with him the first time. Second time, he just went by himself. I I also knew that Sam likes giving high fives, so I asked Santa to give him a high five. Santa put out his hand. Sam, boom, high fives him. Sam and Santa got a picture of that too. And everyone was like, oh, my God, he's so well-behaved, such a good-natured child. You know, he's not scared of Santa. I was like, yeah, it's good. we did the fucking legwork. Did the goddamn legwork. You can't just expect everything to go smoothly. And if they only knew, good-natured child. Put another child next to him, and you'll see. He hates babies. My wife says, he doesn't hate babies. He just likes adults. And he screeches. Yells and cries when he... I think it just... There's something about it. He doesn't like the competition. Uh, he's afraid of them. They're unpredictable. I don't know what it is. Still haven't taken them. I just... I don't care anymore. I'm like, fuck them. You know? It's talking to some uh, nanny. She uh, takes care of some kid. And uh, she saw Sam flipping out when another kid came over and tried to read a book that Sam was reading. And she was like, nah, he's fine. He's right. That He was reading that book and... This person came over and tried to take it. Like, a lot of parents don't get that. They, um, at the drop-in center, the girl who was running it, uh, she was saying that we try to teach the kids. Like, So if Sam is reading a book and another kid comes over and tries to take that book, a lot of parents will be like, it's okay. You can share. You're supposed to share. It's okay. And she said, I hate when parents say that because it's not okay. You're encouraging someone to come over and just rip something out of their hands. And the f- fact is, these kids... They don't really, they don't understand ownership. The, all they know is the thing that's in their hand, that's their only possession. So it'd be like if you had all of your, like your computer, your laptop, and you're working on your project and it's due, and someone comes over and they're like, they just grab it and, yeah, this is mine now. See ya. You'd be like, oh my God, this is horrible. Someone should do something. And then a giant comes over and says, it's okay. You should share what's wrong with you. It doesn't, no. So when a kid comes over now and tries to interrupt Sam, I just, I tell the kid, no, it is Sam's turn. It will be your turn soon. That's what you're supposed to say. You're supposed, as that, that's also, that's what the drop-in lady said to me. But I knew that because I had done some research. Guys, I do the fucking leg work. All right. 
I'm not just flying by the seat of my pants here. So these goddamn parents. No, it's okay. It's not okay. So that's what this chick was saying. This lady, sorry, this lady was saying that it's not okay if you say, oh, it, you should share. It's fine. Because the, it's not only bad for your kid who's getting robbed, it's also bad for the kid who's doing the thievery because they're not learning good habits either. And the parents are learning bad habits. So now I'm saying this to kids, and I know I'm getting sideways looks from the other moms. I'm like, well, then you fucking do it. One of us has got to do it. One of us has to stand up and be the adult here. Anyway, and Sam doesn't like the babies because of shit like that. You know, I don't blame him. To me, it's I, here's, here's the way I rationalize I'm like, he's advanced. He just understands more. He's like, oh, these babies, these fucking babies, man. Give me away from, give me away from these fucking babies. But maybe it's that he's not advanced enough, you know, and he hasn't come to accept that there are other people in the world that are his size. Maybe he's just a selfish bastard. He just wants all the attention. I mean, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Speaking of that, guys, go check out my album. It's Mark Bennett Bad Bones. You can buy it. You can Spotify it. And I'll tell you what. If I find out anything else about modern-day technology that will enable you to hear me or see me in the future, I will uh, I'll let you know, too. So Mark Bennett Comic on Instagram. Guys, isn't this exciting? You know, it's, it's only been, what, 16 years of me saying I'm going to do something and now finally doing it? it, it I got to say, it feels nice, you know. But this can't be a one-off. I got to put out another album next year. That's my goal. Put out another. I want, like, I, I got like 16 years left, I'm thinking, in my career. I think I've said this to you before, but that's my overall timeline. Maybe about 55 before you start really tailing off. You know what I mean? So I want to put out as much shit as I can. Do another album. I really enjoyed this process. And I'm liking the Instagram. So thanks so much for listening. Everybody, I, uh... Probably should end the podcast on some kind of hilarious note. But no, I'm going to be like the experimental comedians of today where they just, they end things oddly. <laughs>